bro. Talk to me. Talk to me. How you feeling? You know, I'm exhausted, but uh, you know, they say if you're not if you're not tired, you're not doing anything. So, <laughs> so you you've been working hard, bro. We've been getting some stuff going, huh? Yeah, I'm excited. I think um, this might be the first time that a lot of people are, are kind of seeing, uh, maybe seeing our faces together, um, but also hearing about some of the projects that we've got going on. So it's a good time. Yeah, good time yes. in the world. Let me rename myself real quick, just so people don't think I'm that piff. <laughs> all right. Are you not so, though? <laughs> I, I'm that piff, bro. I'm that piff, all right? So look, my name you is Donnell Cole. I'm online with my dog, Dr. Damon, man. We want to welcome you all out to Modern Manhood. Um, it's an actual group where we support and have dialogues about things that's impacting the modern man. So to get this thing jumping, man, I wanted to have a quick conversation with you about what do you think are some of the barriers that's been impacting the modern man in today's time? Right. So we're jumping in heavy, right? This is That's right. Let's I get mean, it. If, if we had all the answers to this question, we'd probably get, be getting paid a little more than what we usually are. Absolutely. Um, but so we talk about some of the barriers that, that we're facing in modern men. I think one of those barriers is trying to find where we fit the, the traditional idea of manhood, right, mm -hmm. into today's world. And for me, I think if we if I put a simple example to what that looks like is how do we interact with, with a world that only wants to see us in a box with certain feelings, certain expectations, and doesn't really give us the space to explore what it means to be human first, and then what, it, what our definition of, of manhood is. And so- Do you think that's changed over time due to things that's going on in regards to like toxic masculinity and- you know, or even just the idea of being a black man in America, do you think that that shifts based on things that's going on in the world? You know what, if I'm honest, no, I don't think it's shifted much because when we are, when we're talking about what manhood looks like, I mean, it's ingrained in, in society, what that's supposed mm -hmm. to look like. And that doesn't change much. Provider, right? Strong. Right. You're supposed to be, um, you're supposed to be able to withstand practically anything that comes your way, right? right? You're supposed to be um, an alpha male in a right. room full of alpha males, in a world Absolutely. full of alpha males, right? Absolutely. So some, sometimes those ideas of what we attach to manhood, it, I don't think those things have changed by and large. And I'm not saying that they should change. Do you think sometimes they can be unrealistic? Because sometimes I think about the idea of being a provider, and being a protector and how much room that really live, uh, leaves and just being a human man. So I think about times in my life where let's say I'm starting a business and I may not be able to provide in such a way that would help my uh, family be able to sustain a particular lifestyle. And right. I know for me, sometimes that expectation comes at a heavy wage, bro. Like mm -hmm. as a man defined as a man, every time that he can't provide because of something that he's going through and what does that look like, you know? So do you, do you think those... Do you think those expectations come with a lot of unrealistic, you know, pressure that we have to deal with sometimes? You know what? I, I wouldn't even, it'd be easy to say like, yes, it's unrealistic. And I don't think, I don't think that I would say that those expectations are unrealistic. I just think we have to have a broader mindset and be open to understanding that there are stages and there are phases in where we are, right? Because we can ask the same question of, of someone who is in, let's say they're in graduate school. Let's say this man is, is working on becoming a medical doctor, 
he's in he's in medical school, right? Right. Do we say now that now that we have a framework, it's easy for us to understand that he's in medical school, but he's got a family. Is it too right. much to ask that he's still a good father, even though he's doing he's going through an amazing feat and challenge of becoming a physician? Right. Mm. When we put it in that context, no, nobody would say, nobody would say, oh no, no, that's too much to ask of him to, to right. be attentive to his family or to be present when he can. No. And so so for me, I don't no, I don't feel like it's something that we're we're I don't want to say that any expectation. Um, just a blanket statement is too much to ask. I think the real work that we have to do is figuring out where where our lives are personally within ourselves and then be able to effectively communicate that and share that information and find that that peace and that flow with our community and with our families. Like that's where work needs to be. I agree. I agree. And speaking on like along the lines of communication, I think another barrier that we may face as men is emotional expression. I think because uh, yeah. we, I think because we are called to be tough and resilient, and you know, growing up in a in a household where you know it's you know un unmasking like for a man to cry or a man to express himself mm-hmm. fully is a, a big barrier. I was just looking at some science the other day where they talked about a lot of mental health issues come down for energy not having an outlet to express itself, and because we do work hard, because we live in this uh, all gas no brakes type of society. Mm-hmm. Well, we are running ourselves empty until we're just completely breaking down. Then we don't have anything as far as self-care, you know, where everybody yeah. else is making that a priority. We as men, we don't prioritize self-care, right? Yeah. You know, it's like you're playing the game and it's like, uh, so you're going to be on the game all day, right? <laughs> or you're like, go kick it with the fellas, like, oh, yeah. so you're neglecting your home, right? So we don't take that time out for yeah. ourselves. You know, so what is, I'm about to say, what does that look there, like man. for you? Because I, I work out a lot, bro. So what does that look like for you and your household? It's interesting. Okay, I got I got to back up because you unpacked like you unpacked a whole lot, and and you speak in my language. Like this is this is where I'm passionate because when we talk about not having the space to really explore emotionally, mm-hmm. and then we talk about the space of of needing to prioritize self care. Like those are those those are two different conversations. But if Absolutely. I bring that all together, right. like we can, we're gonna dive into that. Sure, that's going to be something we're going to look into. Um, in part, I really break those down. But if you if, if you're asking me right now in this conversation what that looks like, that looks like really understanding who you are and what feeds your soul. Because you know they say you can't pour from an empty cup. If if you're not if you're not filling yourself up, then what do you have to give your your family, your community, right? Your passions and your works. So the idea of figuring that part out is is the key, but we don't have that. We don't have tools to do that often. Yeah. We don't. We're not. We're not. We're not equipped sometimes as men, and then particularly as as men of color and as black men, we don't right. often grow up with those tools and and the proper training to be able to right. to stay in the flow and finding what that looks like for us, especially because those things change over time. Right. right. I'm 38 years old. The things that 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 help me find peace and relaxation and, and kind of fill my cup up now are absolutely not the same things absolutely. that they were when I was 20. <laughs> right. Right. And so the idea of, of being able to, to find that and be able to to find that emotional health and well-being also while finding 
what self-care looks like to you is an ongoing process, but we just don't have the tools. And I think that speaks to why you and I are here. Like this is something that you and I linked up on and immediately saw some gaps. Like we want to be able to, to, to empower and, and, and give other men um, in the world tools so that they can, they can level up in that space. So, so right. I think that really speaks to where we are. Big deal. So listen, man, I like that. I'm going to stay right there because I want to stay right there. So let's transition okay. it and talk about being in relationships where you don't feel like you have an emotional outlet. Oh, man. Because I see this. Okay. I, I, yeah. <laughs> like I see that with a common thing. Like, so I've had friends, I've seen men that's in relationships where they don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. being, you know, the highest expression of themselves. So they, they hold back a lot. Um, mm-hmm. which causes a lot of issues when you can't be your most authentic self, but you're also Absolutely. holding on to beliefs sometimes that don't serve your best interests. So what yeah, I see yeah. sometimes in life, man, it's, uh, as far as a barrier, is having the ability to choose a new pattern, but not following through with it or not even keeping your word to yourself which absolutely, you know, absolutely is another cause of a lot of issues that go on in relationships. So how long have you been married? So uh, actually, it'll be 10 years this September, man. Let's go, bro. 10 years. I'll be married 11 that. years, 11 years October. So we got married Bless October first. Yeah, so awesome. Dope. So let's talk about that. What is some biggest, biggest barriers, you know, that, that you face in your relationship and some of the things that you guys have had to overcome in your, in your relationship? You know, this, this is, their whole profession is dedicated to this. <laughs> and I think if we have a conversation about it, we got to start back at what to me has been the root of, of, some, of, of some of the spaces I know I need to grow in. Okay, I like that. When it comes to being in my relationship, right? Yeah. It is really easy to be in a space every day with a person and find the easiest, the easiest kind of fault in that person as the reason why you're unhappy or the reason why you're not, you're not in a place of peace or the reason why you're not successful or the reason why you don't feel energized, you don't feel, and we can fill in the blank, right? Right. But what it comes down to is you don't have, we don't have control over that other person. Right. As much as we like to think we have more influence than we actually have, right. we don't have control over the other person. And so we get in spaces and I found myself um, kind of trying to take the easy road or it was easy for me to not, to not really see myself and not really see what I needed to work on. Right. But finding, finding the easy kind of easy space on the outside from that person's experience, that person's life. And, and my right. wife's experience and her, uh, what her, her, her life has been right. in that space with me and find it real easy to say, well, here's the problem. If you would just. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I believe that's the reason why relationships are around so they can mirror aspects of yourself that you're often unconscious of. Like you really, you really get to see who you are when you get in other relationships. It's just like, like your house may be clean, but as soon as when you get a roommate, you be like, dang, maybe I'm not as detail-oriented as I thought, right? I just yeah. let me clean the whole house and be like, yo, so you're going to just not take the trash out? Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Or you start to see whenever you got behaviors um, that you that you procrastinate on that you don't take care of, fam. But yeah. I like it even so tell more me, how. Tell me, tell me, 
Yeah, tell me. I'm I'm feeling like I'm hearing I'm hearing your 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 side of what you've been. Yeah. So ideally, I think for me, probably the same thing. Um, having that growing up and wishing I had a father that I can connect with truly emotionally. I think um, there some of the, the things that I, I struggle with was probably people pleasing and taking mm-hmm. it into my relationship or probably expectations from being single and being with multiple women and being able to run freely and not being accountable for some of my behavior patterns, right? Mm-hmm. Being selfish, right? Um, dealing with that thing, um, making mistakes and not being able to give myself grace. Mm-hmm. Not being able to have compassion for the journey because you are taught that whenever you make a mistake, that you're a failure and yeah. having that attachment to an event or having an attachment to my identity rather than mm-hmm. that attachment being into an event for the opportunity of learning has Absolutely. been some of the things that I've, that I've faced. But I would say just like you, man, looking at my wife for everything that she isn't versus looking at the things that she has that compliments me as a man, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. it was, it's a common belief when you get into a relationship, this person is supposed to like complete you instead of compliment mm-hmm. you. Where yes. now, instead of it being interdependent, you're codependent. And that's Absolutely. totally a different lesson. So for me, finding my own joy, my own happiness, instead of seeking it, becoming it. Right? Yes, and yes. So look, fellas, you're going you to learn some stuff because this is some gems we're dropping right now. But yeah, when I found out that I had to be the root cause of my own joy, my own happiness. Like, no, say that again, man. Say that again. I I had to be the root. I had to be the root of my own joy and my own happiness. And even for my wife, right? I had to let my wife go out and explore and find out what that means for herself. That way, whenever, and then also the thing in relationships is just like 50-50. It don't always work like that. No, no. Right? There's been times when my health has failed me where she's had to be 100 when I, or she had to be 90 where all I had was 10. And mm-hmm. it's been vice versa when my wife only has 5% to give. And I'm That's like, babe, I'm, I'm 95. I take care of the kids. I clean. I do laundry. I do everything. Go and do what you got to do to recharge you. So Absolutely. I can make sure that at the end of the day, and I feel like my philosophy in relationships change. I believe in my relationship, my only job is to help her become the best version of herself. And I think a lot of times in relationships, we only think for ourselves rather than the other person. So. You know, it, it it speaks to the point, right? That that uh, we have to come to the table, like of the relationship. Absolutely. And and what you bring to the table is what you bring to the table, right? That's right. You can't That's just right. you can't decide to 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 literally have a checklist and then spend your time while you're supposed to be packing what you're bringing to the table, and you out here checking a list and yelling across the table. At your partner, hey, you got this because you need right. this because I need you to bring this. No, right. like we got we have to make sure that we're doing the work and spending the time right. focusing on what we're bringing to the table so that we are happy and joyous and 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 energized by it. And then you have to have the courage to sit at the table without the expectation of what that other person is bringing. Right, because that's that's, that's challenging. It, right, it's very right. You're talking about vulnerability. Yeah, talking about being vulnerable and really and really stepping up and sitting at the table and and showing up in a space that you know that what you brought to the table is your best and it is is what best represents who you are and what you want to be. Now you can sit at any table, like you can sit at any table, not just the relationship table, the romantic relationship table, but you can sit at the table in the boardroom. 
right? You can sit at That's the table right. as a parent. You can sit at the table in any space in the community because you you are you know what you bring to the table and what that represents for you. So if, man, if we're talking about that, man, that's like that's for me, that's life's work right there. And yeah. and 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 when it comes down to that, we talk about the barriers that men face. Everybody's got their own barriers, everybody's right. got their own, you know, their own trials and their own things that they can build. But all I'm saying is let's make sure that you got your strength when you sit down at the table. And you decide where right. that is. You decide yeah. where where that is, and, and with whom you're going to share that space with. But right. but I want I want I want to, like my my passion is to is to make sure that that I'm helping others prepare the way they right. want to to show up to the, to the table, at their, right. as their best selves as their Man, best you know, selves. I, I like that you say that because sometimes when we discuss the table, we don't never discuss having a real conversation of what that table should look like. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when you first get your apartment, it's not an ideal table you want. You're just happy to have any table. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Until mm -hmm. you get to that level of maturity where you start to see, man, this is my worth. This is my value. This is what I desire, right? What does my foundation look like? A lot of times we come up in trauma, pain, mental abuse, uh, sexual mm -hmm. abuse, all these different forms, substance abuse, every form of abuse that is known yeah. to men. And we think that we can build a foundation on all this. And then when it comes to the concept of being vulnerable, being defensive, reacting, not having the courage to go and look at that and say, let me deal with my own baggage, right? Hmm. So that I can have a solid foundation and something that can sustain longevity over time. That way, in any storm come, I can weather it, you know? We have all of these things that's on a fecal foundation. So when storms come, it just blows it all down. And we haven't had anything proper to build on. So you guys, I love the fact that Dr. Damon is so passionate about this because I've seen restoration come from this. I've seen, like me and my wife have been through some things in the first year of our marriage that most people don't make it back. So we've had to re rebuild trust before. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've woke up times, but I couldn't get out of bed before. So I've, I've had to weather different things where I didn't know if my health was going to be able to make it. So that I'm happy about, bro. I'm six, I'm super excited yeah. about that. I think this brings us to the space where you and I are in. Like, this is, this is what we're here for. Um, my, you know, my, my, let's, let's, I want to make sure that, that people kind of understand who we are and where we're coming from, right? Okay. We take a minute to really break that down. And I think, I think it really speaks to, to the power um, of what we're doing and what we're sharing and what we're bringing to the world. I'm, I'm 38 years old, right? Um, I have my doctorate, my doctorate degree in physical therapy. I'm a doctor in physical therapy. I, I work with patients who are dealing with chronic pain, uh, musculoskeletal mm. issues, neurological issues. And I realized just, just like short story in my work that people, we're more than just some bones and muscles, Man, right? We gotta address if we're talking about healing, and I believe in that, if I'm talking about yeah. holistic healing for the person, for the man, for the woman, for the child, like then we need to understand the biopsychosocial model. It's not just your body. It's about right. how your psychological state and how you're managing those things. Yeah. It's about your social spheres and your social right. circles and how all of those three, three things really interact. And, and as we'll have conversations about yeah. how one yeah. affects the other and how we need to make sure 
Absolutely. We need to look at all of that. And so this has shifted my personal practice, not just from from working on on the physical and the body, but but helping people to to really transcend their health into those other spheres and spaces. And so I work work as as a a master health and wellness coach on the individual level of finding out what that looks like independently. And so when when you and I connected and talked about just like we saw holes in, in the way our community and, and men like us and, and our boys coming up, how how we see some spaces that need to be filled in for their success. I'm like, man, like you speak in my language. And so yeah. I'm excited to, yeah. to bring all of that to the table. That's what yeah, I'm excited man. to bring to the table. Talk man. about what you bring to the table, man. So bro, that's kind of crazy. So I, I, you guys don't know, I'm getting my doctorate degree right now in metaphysical science. And so along yeah. the same lines of understanding different dynamics of identity, whether we are physical, psychophysical units, like thoughts matter. You know, it used to be a time when thoughts would just run across my mind and I wasn't conscious of the impact that it caused. So mm-hmm. I love the idea of being able to break down the different dynamics of who we are as beings, biochemistry, and understand how our thoughts understand what patterns are showing us, understanding emotions, because as I stepped into this, you know, dealing with depression, dealing with fear, dealing with anxiety, dealing with all of these different type of emotional patterns that manifest themselves in various ways and being able to understand it and having the knowledge and the wisdom of how to govern it, right? I believe Mm -hmm. that that's how we get empowerment. That's how we dominate. And the crazy thing about is having been not being healed is there's, there's going to be a plateau to your potential. I see that in people, right? Yeah. We all have a desire. That's even for me, man. There's been times in my life where I desire to give my my family a greater quality of life, right? Like yeah. me and my wife yeah. just, just wrote a children's book. <laughs> yeah. and, and seeing journeys like that where, man, I have a desire in my heart to, to have this experience and expression. But then on the back end, dealing with the unconscious aspect of myself that says I'm not worthy of this right yes yes dealing with something where it's like man me and my wife are two different people so the thing that i find value in she may not find value in and finding balance in that and i believe that these are all common struggles that men deal with high performers i mean my younger brother's dealing with problems like this now in his life where I'm, i'm having to counsel him to help him find his own purpose or i'm having to model beliefs of true leader and stewardship Because I know that when I was growing up, I didn't have those leaders. So I did get locked up. You know, I have been in uh, police brutality before. You know, I have seen somebody die before in my life. I've seen somebody be shot and killed. You know what I'm saying? And carrying all that and Mm -hmm. seeing that these are the common things, bro. I had to to bury my best friend um, last year in January, you know, who OD'd uh, on New Year's. And not only did I had to bury him or go to the hospital when he was dying, but I also, his spouse didn't get along with his mom, right? Mm -hmm. So I had to go and pick up his mom, tell her the news, and then take her to the hospital, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so I think about times like that where it's like, man, we were never taught about how to have a legacy. How do you plan for burial? How do you know? So those those really hard, difficult uh, conversations that we are not taught how to really handle. And so yeah. those, those are the things that I'm most proud of. These are the things that I feel like the world strongly needs. I feel like men strongly need this, but I'm grateful to be around some really powerful, influential, very knowledgeable men. So if I could thank God for anything, that in, in itself is invaluable, bro. Cause it's, I know that it's something that will pay tenfold. And these are the kind of things 
that I want to see trickle down, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love for people to find their purpose, like boom, right there, right? I would love for the light to come on. I like to say, mm -hmm. I like to say, look, I failed kindergarten, but I'm a first, <laughs> I'm a first uh college graduate in my family, right? So I'm a late bloomer. Hey. So so if you guys haven't got yeah. it, just wait. Ladies, be patient sometimes. You know, you may right. might be a late bloomer. You know what I'm saying? Keep putting in the work, man. <laughs> Keep putting in the work. Yes, yeah, that's, so. that's dope, man. I Absolutely. I love hearing that. And and I think. Um, one of the things to say, you and I get to know each other and really connecting um, and being connected, because right, that's a whole that's a whole yeah. other conversation about yeah. how, how we find ourselves connected um, and, and how how when you're when you are really following and working and putting in your work, how the universe conspires on your behalf, man. man. Like, like that's a whole that's a whole conversation. Yeah. But, but but what I want to do is, um, I think I think I want. I want to bring the community to us, right? right? We want to bring the community to us just as much as we're, we're, we're taking ourselves and our passions and our works to the community. And so I want to invite anybody who's watching this, um, yeah. fellas, uh, this is, this is uh, we're, we're in July, we're, we're smack in the middle of July and mm -hmm. July is um, BIPOC Mental Health Awareness Month. That's yeah. Black Indigenous, um, what is this? Oh, come on, Zoom. Show me some love. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. I don't know if you just saw that pop up. Zoom is telling us that we're talking too much. Yeah. Um, at least for I today. That's but cool. Yeah. Even I'm Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, we're good. And and so let's let's wrap up. But like this is it's 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 not. It doesn't get past me that this is this is uh, Black Indigenous People of Color Mental Health Awareness Month, right? So yeah. this is an opportunity for us to start building um, and bringing our passions and our work to the community. So you and I, uh, Donnell, we have decided that we are working on a project I'm calling this Modern Manhood. And we're excited about um, building and, and bringing forth what we're doing into the community and, and space for men like us and who, who are still on their own journeys can connect. We can start to, to build those relationships that we're looking for, that we know to support us in our missions. We're, we're building space for, for men to really explore what it means to dive into all of those barriers and more that we talked about earlier today. Like we're, 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 we're welcoming men into a space that's safe, that's comfortable, that is fun and, and joyous so that we can all build the community and the village that we want to. Like so it. I'm on behalf of our team and our group and the things that we got coming down the line. I am I am excited to welcome you all. Come and check out our website at manhoodmasterclass.com. Join the man cave. Let's get in this group and let's start building each other up. And let's look at what we got coming down the line. We're you know we're excited to share some resources. We're looking at conversations with with professionals and other men in this space, right? Who are relatable, who are doing the work, but who have so much to give and to offer. We're talking about the challenges. We're talking about really exploring what it looks like to find your version, your best version of what modern manhood is for you, so that you can be and show up to the table as your best self for you and your family. That's yeah, man. My drop. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I'm excited. Man. Look forward to our next conversation. Donnell, awesome, give man. us some closing thoughts, man. Yeah, man. So I appreciate you all joining us. Um, what can I say? I, I like to say what I said yesterday. Um, one of the greatest superpowers that we have is the ability to dictate who we are called to become. I think mm -hmm. it's one of the things that's often undervalued, but 
it's conversations like this that allow us to be able to take a moment for just a second and place it on the focus and lens of who we're called to become and to be able to allow ourselves to grow and mature into that, right? I believe that every man is called to be an amazing leader, an extraordinary being, right? And it happens by having dialogue from, you know, individuals like us that are able to share our friend reference and also with tools, practical tools, that's going to help you dominate everything that you have in your goal. So we love you guys. Pray for nothing but uh, just amazing success in your life as we carry on. Don't be afraid to post. Come and join the group, man, because regardless, we're going to make this thing happen. But I would yeah. love to have strong, powerful men be able to come together and say, you know what? Today is the day that I take action. Today is the day. I'm not procrastinating. I'm not being passive. Yeah. I'm going to get this thing a shot, and we're going to go do it together. Let's go. I like it, man. Y'all look out for our next conversation and everything we got going on. Peace. All right. Also, tell us any barriers you guys are facing that we didn't say. Post yeah. Post All right. Listen, listen. <laughs> Thank you, because that's the whole point of the community, right? Right. Write right in the comments and barriers that you see, like he said, that we need to face, because that's what we're here for. We feel like we got to break right. all down, right? So we can step into it. All right. Good luck, All right, fellas. Peace. All right, bro. Be good. You too, man. We'll catch up.